Hey guys, welcome to F1 in the Sun with your hosts, McKenna, Joe, and Zach. What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday morning. We are in review time on F1 in the Sun. I'm your host, Zach, and with me is McKenna. Hello. And Joe. Hello there. McKenna's back. She is. Say hi, everybody. Wait, no, they can't. Uh, say hi, McKenna. Hi. <laughs> say hi, McKenna, to everybody. Yeah, yeah there we hi, go. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Uh, last weekend, she was sick. This weekend, like I said, on Friday's episode, she was just dealing with some stuff. So. Yep. But oh, she's back now. We're here. We were in Mexico. We weren't in Mexico, just for reference. Wow, sorry. F1 was in Mexico. Yes. What a race. What a qualifying. Right? Before we get into anything race-related, did anybody see that random fact pop up in the middle of the race that every <laughs> year Mexico City sinks 12 centimeters? The poor yes. were so concerned. <laughs> 12 centimeters. That's a lot. Zach, you're saying that to a guy who used to live on an island that sinks every single year. <laughs> so, like, theoretically, one day Mexico's gonna, Mexico City is just going to be underwater. 100%. So is England. My goodness. It's just a fact. <laughs> I'm happy I live in the prairies. Yeah. Where... yeah. <laughs> Give it a few years, you'll be beachfront property here. <laughs> Let's just say, yeah. at least in the prairie, like, we get snow and ice, and right now I'm not a big fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. Um, but it yeah. It's such a weird fact. Right? Like, and, it, I, and it freaked David Goldfart out. He's like, 12 centimeters, that's a lot. That was a terrible accent. You should never try that again. But that's a lot. It is a lot. Um, I don't know why they chose that fact. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's plenty of other si- like facts about you know, Mexico City. And I've never seen... And, and facts about Mexico City F1 related. And I've never seen... <laughs> have you seen... A random fact put up in the middle of the race mm-hmm. at another race. So I think yeah. that was them saying that there's an expiration date on when they can race there. <laughs> <laughs> because one day it'll be submarine races and not F1 races. Oh, by that time, F1 will have enough money. They can just build the tubes underwater. You know what? That's true. Yeah. So they'll just be racing in little bubbles. Yeah. Or, yeah, they'll, they'll be. Oh, un- they just have scuba tanks in the car so the drivers can breathe. <laughs> And that would be racing on where the track used to be. Yeah. Um, but moving on to the race. Qualifying. What a... What a what a qualifying. I just want to say, you said moving on to the race, and then you went into qualifying. <laughs> yeah. Qualifying was a race, okay? Qualifying was nuts. Um, starting off with a sh- absolute shocker. Mm-hmm. Lando Norris. Yeah, he... Uh... He had one chance, basically, to do it, and uh, he couldn't, because he went out first on mediums, Yeah, got called into the pits for some reason, no one seems to know, uh, and then had one chance to go do a lap, and flopped. I wonder if they were still having problems from that practice session. Uh, not sure. He wasn't even sure. He didn't even feel an issue. Yeah. So. It's, it was very weird. Um, yeah, so your first, your, your slowest five... I don't even want to call it. You're slow as four in Lando. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bad luck with him. Um, Logan Sargent, who didn't finish. I don't actually know why that happened. I can't remember. Uh, I think he got a track time to leave this. Yeah. Sounds about right. I think that's what happened too. Uh, then you had Lando. Then you had Lance Stroll. Kevin Magnuson. And Esteban Ocon. Yeah, Stroll didn't have very good success. Not Esteban Ocon, Esteban Ocon. Yeah. The North American commentator continues to say his last name, Ocon. Well, I noticed in Austin. I'm going to bring another name up to to talk about this later. In Austin, Texas, who was it? Same guy. LeClerc? Yeah, he pronounced that. Oh, it's uh, it's that James Hinchcliffe guy. Hmm. Yeah. And James or Jeff? Didn't they? What was Lewis's name? They called him something completely different. It was like two drivers' names combined. Hamilton was one of them. I think it was George Russell. Yeah, it was like something like that. It was George Russell and Lewis Hamilton's name combined? Lord Hammerus Hamisel. 
No, I think it was like Hammerton? Lewis Russell Hammerton. or something like that, or like George Hamilton. And I was like, yeah. who is that man? I've yeah. never seen him in my life. Hinchcliffe, it's Ocon, not Ocon. I would also just like to interject during the race on Sunday. Uh, I was listening to the international broadcast, which is done through Sky. You listen to the international? I do. I do the F one F one TV. I like Crofty, and I can't stand the American announcer. Yeah, I man. just I just can't stand whatever his name is. Hitch. I just something. Anyway. I, I like getting the the, the F one replays. That's fair. I just can't understand the announcer. <laughs> Talking about announcers, though, um, I can't remember what her name is, but she's the used to be an uh, Aston Martin strategist. Uh, who now talks on Sky and on the F1. I can't remember her name. Um, but she was doing, pronouncing, January Ricardo as Ricciardo. <laughs> <laughs> About a dozen times in the race. Ricciardo. Ricciardo, I think is how she pronounced it. Oh, uh, that, that, honestly, that, that's amazing. And mind <laughs> you, Ricciardo. Like, before, I think she was announcing it fine. Like, the last time we've seen him race, I guess, was Texas. But then during Sunday's race this weekend, is, yeah, Ricky Otto. And I wanted to just pull my ears off of my head every single time I heard it. Yeah. Um, so moving on to Q2. Yeah, back to, away from bad announcers. Um, your next five slowest drivers. You had Yuki Sonoda, who just didn't compete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he... Uh, I had to take a new engine, I think, so he he's starting from the back anyway. Yeah, but he did go out for one lap, and we'll get into that later. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go through this list first. But yeah, so you had Yuki, then you had Alexander Albon, who qualified a lot lower than I thought he would. He got a time to lead it. Yeah, because yeah, that, I, think, I think he was P9 at the checker. Yeah. And then his lap time got deleted, which sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you move into Fernando Alonso, who... He just had a bad weekend altogether. Fernando's had a bad ha- second half of the season. Aston Martin's had a bad second half mm, of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then you get into... Joe, you want to try doing it this time? Who are we at? Sorry. <laughs> I can't read that tiny little screen. Oh, Nico Hukimberg. What? <laughs> What in the world? <laughs> Thought we'd throw a twist on that. <laughs> um, Hukenberg. Hukenberg. Yeah, so you had Nico, P12. And then you had Pierre Gasly, P11. Missing out by a tenth. Yeah, bummer for him. Yeah. Um, as I said, Yuki went out there for one lap. And that was just to give his teammate a toe. He did that in Q1 uh, as well. Yeah. So I thought didn't um Alpha Romeo or not Alpha Romeo sorry Alpha Tauri um and a couple other teams also have oh no never mind I'm thinking of the practices ignore me never mind sure you good yeah I'm good okay. I I know where my head's at now sorry never mind all right <laughs> um but yeah Yuki went out in Q1 gave Daniel Ricardo a toe yep and then he went out in Q2 on a one lap because yeah like you said Yuki got all new. Um, I believe power unit stuff. A uh, new engine, to my yeah. understanding. Which is um, above his quota for the year. So he starts from the back. Yeah. Um, but he went out there to give Daniel Ricardo a toe, which we all thought was the reason, but we'll get into that later. Um, yeah, I don't know what's up for Fernando. It was nice to see Hulkenberg up near P10. Mm-hmm. Near Q3, where he shockingly usually puts it. In this area. Depending on the track. Yeah. Um, now we move into the top 10. Where we have two surprises. Mm-hmm. In P9, P10, you have Zhou Guangyu and Valtteri Bottas in the Alfa Romeos. Yeah, it sort of suited them during qualifying. Now, mind you, I believe this is the first year that Bottas has not qualified or finished in the top eight. In Mexico. Top three, I think it was. No, it was top eight. You sure finishing? Well, qualifying or finishing. Because I think finishing was top three. Yeah. But yeah, this this is the lowest he's ever finished in Mexico. 
He's also an alpha male. Yeah, that, that's true. Um, moving on, you have P8 as George Russell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just didn't get together, I guess. Yeah. P7, you have Oscar Piastri. P6, you have Sir Lewis Hamilton. This is where we start to get interesting, guys. It is. We're going to touch on these two drivers right now. P5, Sergio Perez. P4, Daniel Ricciardo. I love him. I just, I love I, him. Like, okay. did, did anybody see the memes after qualifying? Uh, no, I watched qualifying late, so I tried to stay away from Okay, so one of the ones that I saw was, you know that meme from The Simpsons of the little kid who's sitting on the bus and he goes, hee hee. I'm in danger. Oh, they, yes. They yes. cut Checo's head onto that, where, and then above it put Daniel Ricciardo P4, Sergio Perez P5. I, I just want to say, um, like, Q3, oh, not Q3, Q2, Q1 and Q2, Jesus Christ, um, I could get Ricciardo being P4, which he did qualify in both those sessions yep. there, with the toe from Yuki. And, and then... <laughs> There's no toe from Yuki Q3. Q3. How the hell did he get P4? I, I, I don't know. He's Danny Rick, man. He's, he's, I'm not complaining. He's Daniel Ricciardo. I don't know. No, <laughs> no, no, no. If no. you're going to refer to him, not by his name, just call him the Honey Badger. That's, that's all I that, That's true. And if you repeat that, Zach, I think we start tripping points away from you. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Okay. But, but like, like, P4. In an Alpha Towery. More importantly, yeah, yes, in an Alpha Towery. Yeah. In front of the seat he's trying to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely, uh... He put... Speak some words. He put a last place car in front of three drivers for three big teams in front of both Mercedes and a Red Bull. You know Red Bull was like, after qualifying, they were like... Yeah, but they're not big three. They're big four. It's big three. Arguably, McLaren has the second fast car. As I was saying, you know that Red Bull was like, in their little conference room with all the Red Bull people who make important decisions being like, so, we see this. (laughs) <laughs> this is what we need. Yeah. You see where Checo is? That's not what we need. <laughs> so let's just see how the race goes. You see, guys, P4, good. P5, not no, good enough. not good. Like, it would be okay if it wasn't an Alpha Tauri in front of him. Yeah. Like if I, it was, like, a Mercedes. Okay. I, I see the Alpha Tauri as, like, the Wish version of a Red Bull car. The Wish? <laughs> honestly, though? No, it, it's the Alibaba version bought off a Wish. Yes. That's honestly, you know, yeah. even a Haas, because we've seen a Haas up that high before. Yeah. We haven't seen an Alpha Tauri that high. Ever. Um, no, this was, like, their highest finish quote-unquote i think this was their highest qualifying yeah um i might be mistaken because obviously we've had an alpha towery win a race before Mm -hmm. but i think this is their highest quality potentially don't don't fact don't fact check or fact check us on that don't quote us if it if it isn't it has been a very long time since they've got up that high Mm -hmm. yes because like i said before this weekend alpha towery was last place washed yeah um, they had 10 points. Can I just point out? So, start of the year, we started off with Nick DeFries in that seat, right? Mm-hmm. Rubbish. Complete crap. Yeah. Then we moved up to um, Ricardo, who had a, you know, crash out, whatever. Then we moved to... Liam Lawson. Thank you, I forgot his name. Who oh, were like, oh. God, he's fantastic, he's great. Should Daniel Ricardo even get the seat back? Exactly. And then Daniel comes back <laughs> for the inconvenience. We're like, he did okay. He's warming back up, right? Then he comes back this weekend and places P4 in qualifying. Yeah. Yeah. What? Honestly, like looking at this, looking at the qualifying standings, I'm so happy to see Daniel Ricardo's name in the top five. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Well, everyone was saying he was washed up and that he wasn't a good driver anymore and McLaren was right to let him go. So it looks like McLaren was the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this man just put it P4. Now, obviously, this is one race. We have three more races. I don't care. I'm jumping on the hype train. Like, you can't argue. P4 in an Alpha Tower. Yeah, that's, you, that's you, pretty... You, 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 what's that's your defense against that? Nothing. Exactly. 
<laughs> Jump on the bandwagon with me. We're sh- riding this out till it crashes into a bar. There should be shame on the other drivers for letting an Alpha Tower eat. Right? Like McLaren, what are you doing? But Mercedes, now, what are you doing? Daniel Ricciardo looked like 2014 to 2016 Daniel Ricciardo. Late breaking, ballsy moves. Oh, He looked like he uh, was prime Ricciardo. I miss this, Danny Rick. McLaren ruined him. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. It's all McLaren's fault. Zach Brown, get out of here. <laughs> I'm not holding back now. We love McLaren. We Joe I, just doesn't like Zach Brown. No, he he's he's a word I can't use on this podcast. So I'm going to beat myself. He's a beep, and um, yeah, Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri love him. The uh, yeah, Zach Brown, uh, not so much. <laughs> but anyway, look what you can do when you leave. A bad boss. Yeah. Whether it be forced or not forced. It's crazy to think that, you know, Ricardo was only out for half a season. Mm-hmm. And he comes back with this. Like, I was thinking about it when they when they said it in the race, when they were highlighting Daniel Ricardo. Like, he raced all last year. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think. Like, it feels like it's been at least a year since we've seen Daniel Ricardo racing. Yeah, we missed it. And it was nine races. <laughs> and then two more because he broke his wrist. More than two. Yeah, it was more than Was two. it? It, it was, was like five. Four, four or five, yeah. No, I guess that's true. So it's just <laughs> like it messed with my head. Like it's been so long since we've seen Daniel Ricardo. No, it hasn't. He was in a McLaren last year. <laughs> he was. But uh, we're going to forget that, Danny Rick. We're going to forget that boss. And we're going to move into our predictions. Nope. We still have three we haven't went over. We stopped at Daniel Ricciardo. We're a hot mess over here. On so P3 is the other shocker is Max Verstappen. Oh, yeah. We didn't cover we the didn't. top three. How did we not cover Max Verstappen P3? I don't know. Just because. <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Max Verstappen P3. And you had a Ferrari lockout. Yes. Uh... Mr. Flu game. Carlos mm-hmm. Sainz in P2 and Charles Leclerc in P1. Yeah, um, I don't know what happened with them either. They were rubbish through everything. Last lap... Carlos Sainz almost didn't make it into Q3. Yeah, and then last lap, Q3, block out the front. What? You want to know a crazy stat? Mm. Going into... After qualifying, going into Sunday, Mm -hmm. Leclerc hasn't won, I believe, his last 10 races starting pole. Yeah, he needs to, like, get P2... What a bad, what a bad streak to be on. It's almost as bad as Lewis Hamilton's streak. Yeah. Yes. It's uh, it's not good. That's but your top three. At least he gave Ferrari some false hope. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't really necessarily call it false because you'll see what I mean, and uh, when we go into our race review. But now. Now, now, we'll do now we'll do our predictions. Now we actually covered everyone. <laughs> All right. So we are going to start with McKenna. So okay. McKenna's qualifying predictions was Max P1. Wrong. Norris P2. Think Arguably, he would have been. Let's just be real. If he had a chance, <laughs> yeah. Um, Hamilton P3. And... Perez P4, so you got the wrong Red Bull driver. You got next year's Red Bull driver. Yeah. Hey, don't say that <laughs> So I got no points for qualifying. No. I feel like that's going to be a running trend. But it's okay. Now we're going on Joe. Joe had Max P1. Yep. Lando P2. Yep. Checo P3. Yep. And Russell P4. Yeah. And I had Max P1. <laughs> Lando P2. Checo P3 and Oscar P4. Yeah, this, uh, I think this is just how we're going to be now. Yeah, so. Doing so good earlier in the season. It's like Aston Martin. You know, we, we were doing great. <laughs> we figured it out right away and then just decided not to change a thing. <laughs> um, honestly, though, like, I kind of like getting proven wrong. Like, yes, I don't get points, but, like, I like not getting the half point for Max. And I like it when we don't get a lot of points because then we're seeing drivers 
who aren't usually in the top four in the top four. Yeah. I just wish I guessed Dan Ricardo. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, moving into the race, though. Mm-hmm. What a race. It was such a good race. It was quite good. Now. Lap one, turn one. Lap one, turn one. They go three wide. Mm-hmm. I'm going to paint a picture for you guys. If you're going to watch the race. Watch the race. Watch the race. At least watch like the first 10 minutes of it. Yes. So it's Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz, Max Verstappen. There's your top three. And mm-hmm. then you have Perez behind Verstappen on the grid. Yeah. So you got first, third, and fifth lined up on the left side. Mm-hmm. Second, fourth, sixth lined up on the right side. Mm-hmm. Max and Perez just launched these things off the line. They did. And Ferrari looked like they just forgot. <laughs> yeah. Because within like 100 feet, it feels like, Max was in between them both. Mm-hmm. We go into turn one three wide. Max on the inside, Leclerc getting sandwiched, and Perez on the outside. And Perez and Charles make contact, retiring Checo. Yeah, when, he, he, when I named last podcast Checo retires, this is not what I meant. <laughs> I suppose it's kind of a prediction that go right. I'm not happy about that, Joe. <laughs> I'm not saying you are. I'm not either because, you know, we could have got more points. But this was supposed to be Checo's return mm-hmm. to form. I think it would have been, to be honest. I think it would have been, too. Honestly? I'm going to bring the question up right now before we even go through the standings. Mm-hmm. Does Lando win the race if he doesn't start at the bottom? Easily P2. With watching yeah. how he drove this car? Easily P2. I don't think P1. But I don't think so either. Not with the way Max and his car is right now. Mm-hmm. But 100% P2. 100%. Like, I think... I think had Lando not missed out and gotten through to Q2 mm-hmm. and Q3. Screw it, guys. I'm saying Lando would have won this race. Well, you can just add it to the tallies of the races he would have won, but he didn't. <laughs> what are we at? Four now? Shoulda, coulda, woulda. There was... What was it? Sochi in 20... 2021? I mean, you look at it. How many of his teammates have won races? Are we counting sprints? Yes. Um, so Daniel Ricardo and Oscar Piastri. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Lando? <laughs> you know what? Lando's probably thinking that Red Bull seat looks very nice right now. He turned down that offer. I know. It's uh, That was confirmed, too. I think by him. It would have been nice to see Lando in the Red Bull. But, uh... Nope, no, I'm... To Danny Rick. I'm saying... Lando would have won this race if he had not started P17. I still think strong P2, but no win. Eh, we'll never know. So, yes. Unless someone invents a time machine, please do. Uh, we'll go back in time. Ooh, I need that time machine. No, you don't. No, no this is more important, McKenna. <laughs> and we need to fight, figure out when uh, what he would have done. Yeah. Hop into alternate F1 in the sun. Mm-hmm, exactly. Go <laughs> Rick and Morty in this. Yeah. Um, so your DNF your DNF drivers. So yes, you had Sergio Perez on lap one. Lap you one. Had, turn one. Yeah. Can we even count that as lap one? Can we just... Turn Sergio one. Perez, turn one. <laughs> uh, you had that scary one by K-Mag on lap 31. Yeah, his uh, left rear wheel decided to not be attached anymore. It could chowed itself. Shout out Lightning McQueen. <laughs> it did. And, um, uh, it was scary though. It looked like a horrifying crash. Like we they, we only saw the replay. We didn't see it in real time. But when they cut to his car, it was completely destroyed. Eventually the brake caught on fire. Like he hopped out and he looked like kind of dazed. He got out pretty quick though. Like yeah. compared to some drivers. But like when I he, was like, dang, he was up and at it. When he finally sat down. 
he looked dazed. Like mm-hmm. he looked like he was well, kind of. What did I tell you? At one point, it looked like he fell over, but I don't know if he actually like could feel that he was falling and just decided to sit on the ground where that fence was, or if he like actually fell. Oh, I didn't he see was, that. He kind of like sat there for a minute and yeah, then got back up because he jumped onto the uh, tech pro to the tech pro, and then he went and sat on the the side of it. The the, the stuff they put behind the tech pro. Those are orange pieces. I think it's just more tech pro. It is more tech pro. But he went and like crouched on that. And then yeah, he just, McKenna's like, did he fall? And then I look and he's like in the little gap sitting on the ground. Oh. Well. It looked scary. But he wasn't hurt. No, he. Which is a big, big thing. As far as we know, K-Meg is good. He got checked out. Um, This brought out a red flag, which rightfully so. And I, the red flag, to be fair, wasn't so much the car; it was the tech pro that needed fixing. Yeah, because it takes takes time, right? Yeah, and they need to put it back up to a good point to where it yeah. can get hit again. Clearing all the debris and the extinguishers, whatever that's called, the fire extinguisher stuff. Off, Foam, whatever. Yeah. Or I guess it's more like powder. Yeah, off stuff the road using. and stuff. Yeah. But I said to Zach, I was like, "Well, this is." Because it's just the shot that they had it, and it kept zooming out and zooming out. I was like, what a great promotion for Paramount Plus. Because <laughs> that's where his car was. Was like It was Paramount Plus, and then it was right behind it. Oh. So the entire shot is just a big promo for Paramount Plus. I wonder if they would have had to pay more for that airtime. <laughs> Maybe. You, you never know. Um, yeah, probably. Not in the way F1 is. Yeah. Um, but, so he's good. Uh, then you move on. You had Fernando Alonso on that 47, which honestly, I didn't even see him retire. McKenna just was like, hey, when did Alonso retire? I'm like, what? Yeah, I believe it was... Uh, he got no coverage. Due to damage. Yeah. Uh, then you move on to his teammate, Lance Stroll, on lap 66. And that was because of a spin. Mm-hmm. A little collision. Between... I think it was him and a Haas. Yes, yes, I think it was. So it would have been Nico at that point. Yeah. Um, and then you move on to the retirement that pissed me off so much. Logan Sargent. Did it grind your gears, Zach? Oh, it grinded a lot of my It grinded every gear I have. I have to be honest, I didn't even notice he retired. He retired on lap 70 of 71. Now, let me put it into perspective, right? No, no, it would have been lap 71. He was yeah. a lap down. Mm. So in F1... So it would have been his, his final lap either way. Yes. So in F1, if you are a lap down, let's take Mexico for example, right? Mm-hmm. If Sargent had finished the race, he would have done 70 laps because he was a lap down. Because obviously they can't have all the cars on the lead lap slowing down, celebrating, waving while you have all these cars behind you racing. Yeah. Right? So if you're a lap down, your race ends when the leader's race ends. Mm-hmm. So he's on his last lap, right? And he's, he looks good coming into that last little technical area right before the turn onto the straight. His team tells him to box. This man had one corner to go mm-hmm. and he would have finished P12. P12. That's good. Mm-hmm. Great for him. It's not points, but it's a good finish. Mm-hmm. And instead he's DNFing and P16. Yeah. Now, what I heard was fuel pump failure. Yeah, that's what they said after the champagne. Because they were like, just to clarify, this is what happened with Logan Sargent. But, honestly, I would have just said, screw it, man. I would have just accidentally not turned. Yep, I would have said, sorry, I got confused. Right, because if, I mean, if you do listen to it, it says stay out. No, 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 I mean box, box, box. I would have been like, okay, stay out. Yep. Like, you have a corner. Let the dude do the corner. Yeah. What's the worst thing? He pulls over at the end of the pit lane, you gotta pull him in? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That gutted me. Logan Sargent was on for a good finish. He had a good race. He did. And now it doesn't show for it because he DNF'd on the last lap. Yeah, but the team know he had a good race, which is no. what matters. So, that rounds out our DNFs. I'd say more than I expected. Yeah, you had you had five. Yeah. And two of the cars I didn't expect. 
Sergio and K Meg. And Logan? I mean, I expected it, but like not like that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so moving into our finishers. Mm-hmm. All of our lead lap people, our top 15. While they were beside each other in Q3 and they're beside each other at the end of the race, you have your Alfa Romeos of Valtteri Bottas in P15 and Zhou Guang Yu in P14. Yeah, they just didn't seem to have the race pace. It seems like that with a lot of these teams. They'll have the quality pace. They're, they're, one, they're a one-lap team. Yeah. <laughs> you've Only seen, if they got points for it. You've seen it with Haas. Mm-hmm. Um, Hulkenberg, I believe, did it in Canada this year. He put it top five. And he just didn't have the pace. Yep. Yeah, that ties die. So, it sucks. At least they finished the race. I don't know. Alpha Romeo's on their way out. I don't even. I don't really care anymore. Like, wow, way to bring a bummer to this. <laughs> they're on their way out. So, you're gonna be such a bummer. They have a fantastically looking car. They do, but it's gonna look like an Audi in two years. I really hope Audi mm. comes up with a good paint scheme, <laughs> not the renders I've seen because they look <laughs> rubbish. Those like silver highlighter orange. Oh, <laughs> and then just two ugly obnoxiously huge Audi emblems on each side. In red. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh. Yeah. Uh, P13, you had Nico Ulkinberg. Yeah, he had a... I guess, okay race. He didn't... He, he, had, a, he, had, a quiet race. he had a quiet race. Um, P12 is somebody who didn't have a quiet race. Uh, kind of sad to see him this low. Yuki Sonoda. He would have been higher. Now, yeah. When I say it's sad to see him this low, like, I believe he was on pace to finish P between P8 and P9, somewhere in there. Yeah, he would have. And then him and a McLaren kind of got a little too close, and he spun out. Yep, and dropped him down. Yeah, but he had a good recovery. He did? For an Alpha Tauri. Honestly, <laughs> if the race was a little longer, I think he would have got higher. Yep. Again? Like, they had some good pace this weekend. They did. Uh, P11, you had Pierre Gasly. And P10, our single pointer, was his teammate, Esteban Ocon. So the Alpine, side by side. Again. it's That's about where I expect them to finish. I don't expect them much higher. I don't expect them much lower. Uh, at this point, I just forget about them. There's nothing really interesting. No, like they had hype coming into the season with an all French team, but maybe that's when I stopped paying attention. <laughs> Who knows? Because they're French. Mm, don't say anything. Uh, P9 kind of breaks my heart a little bit. Alex Albon. Yeah. If anybody listened Friday, you know I had him a little higher than this. A little? <laughs> I had him a few places higher than this. Um... At least you got points. Let's just we'll just be happy with that. I'm not entirely sure what happened. Um, with him, he was so strong in practice. Well, I guess that just proves practice isn't everything. And then, but like FP two and FP three, he was strong, and those are essentially qualifying practices because mm-hmm. you're out there on the softs, you're pushing. And he was putting it up there, top fives, and qualifies. He's out in Q two and barely scores points. Like they must have changed something on the car, because they he even said that the car does not feel right. Oh, they said they did. There's a bit of polish on the car. Make the paint look good. Bold. So who knows? I call bold. I don't know. Bummer though. Yeah. Who knew we'd be saying it's a bummer when Williams got points? <laughs> and they DNF'd. <laughs> yeah. One driver gets two points, one driver DNF's, and we're like, this is not good at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, P8, you had Oscar Piastri. He had a bit of a quiet weekend. Minus the clash with... Uh... Yuki. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, P7, Daniel Ricciardo. 
he was so close to getting P6. Mm-hmm. He was. If we had one more lap in this race, I reckon he would have done it. Yeah, at one point he was like four hundredths of a second behind P6, which is George Russell. Yeah. On the, on the last lap. I just want to say. <laughs> Whoever cut the Who, Whoever's in charge of TV direction, most of the race was great. No issues. But the moment they decided to switch to, I, I get it, cover cover Max when he's going across the line. Sure. And then cut right back to this battle. <laughs> but no. Or at least side by side it. Side by side. Put the little bubble. I don't care. Put <laughs> something so we can see that bubble. The, you know, the, the, the racing. Because uh, the entire last lap, when they wouldn't focus on that, I just looked at timing screens. Because cause at one point, yeah, it was like, it was two tenths. I even told McKenna, I was like, when they cut, I was like, watch the time, watch the time. Two tenths, one tenth, half a tenth, quarter of a tenth. I'm like, he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it jumped to five tenths and we're like. What happened? What happened? Like, why did it go to five tenths? Did he go, did, did he go wide? Did he, did he oversteer, understeer? Like, did he lock up? What, what happened here? And they didn't even show a replay of it. Didn't show nothing. So, whoever's in charge of it, Liberty Media or whoever. Do better. I don't care. Do better. Do better. Especially when you have an Alpha Tauri that high up. And when Do it's better. Daniel Ricardo. Exactly. Your most marketable person <laughs> in the world. Do better. Like, that There's man a... is the world champion of marketing. There's a few rants this weekend. Yeah. Um, like we said before, George Russell ended up P6. Yeah, honestly, a lot of these guys had quiet weekends. Yeah, except for P, uh, except for P five, P five had a very busy weekend. Mm-hmm. That was Lando Norris. Yeah, he uh... going from P seventeen to I believe it was P to top ten mm-hmm. when the red flag came out. Then they did a standstill restart on the red flag. Back down to what twelfth or fourteenth? Uh, yeah, I believe he went back to fourteenth or fifteenth place, recovering. To P5. And by the way, you're driver of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This is his fourth time winning it. Yeah, well-deserved. Uh, <laughs> great drive by him. No complaints. Just wish he'd have better in qualifying. And that's why I beg the question, would he have won? No. Yes, he would have. Uh, moving into your top four, you had Mr. Flu Game. That's what I'm going to call him. Yeah. This was his flu game weekend, and he delivered. P4, Carlos Sainz. Yeah, he uh, he could have racked up a few penalties this weekend. <laughs> I think a few people could have racked up a few penalties. That's true. I think his teammate could have racked up a... But I, I guess they were sort of lenient on for moving on to breaking. So. <laughs> we're not opening up that can of worms there, Joe. Okay. Uh, moving on to P3, your podium. You have Charles Leclerc. Who arguably got away with uh, with nothing when that collision happened on corner one? Well, and by got away with anything, I mean his end plate was hanging on for dear life, and he should have been told to pit. If he was in a Haas, he would have. If he was in any other car, eh, in a Haas. If he sure. was in an Alfa Romeo, an Alfa Tauri, a Haas, I don't know. He would have been told to pit, but because he's in a Ferrari, there was definitely some leniency there. Yeah, like, and then it fell off in the middle of the track, and they just pulled out a VSC. Yeah. It's like, this is why you tell the drivers to pit, so this doesn't happen. Yep. Because what happens if somebody hit that? But he got away with it, managed to put a new front money on when the red flag happened. Yeah. I mean, when he was driving with that broken wing, he was saying that the car was performing better than he thought. So whoever the designer of that car was, especially that front wing, I'm sorry. Like, imagine it's your job, right? To design the best possible front wing you can. Mm -hmm. Turn one, it gets busted. The the end plate falls off. And the driver comes on and says the car is actually doing better now. (laughs) And moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, P2, Lewis Hamilton. P1, Max Verstappen. Lewis had a good drive. He did. He made those mediums last. Uh, 
even so much as on, I think, the last lap, he managed to get fastest lap. Yep, he got fastest lap on the last lap, which is crazy. Because I think yep. he did uh, 30 laps on that tire. Nope, more than that. Because he went from lap 31 to 71. So, yeah, more than that. Uh, I know the maximum that they used that lap. That... Or, sorry, sorry, 36, I believe, is when they restarted. Because they did some laps he, under safety car. He went... Uh, it was either 36 or 37 laps on it because the previous record on that tire was either 38 or 37 tires. And he was a lap below that who was much yeah. better before. Um, but yeah, crazy. Yeah, good drive from him. Yeah, he, he loved the car this weekend. Mm-hmm. Now, if only Mercedes can keep that up. <laughs> yeah. So, with that being said, you know what time it is? Mm. Break time. When we get back from break, Prediction reviewing. See how bad we did. Yeah, it's not going to be good. Spoilers. Alright, so we're back with our predictions. And we're going to pass it off to Miss McKenna over here to tell us exactly how bad we did. Alrighty. Oh. So, <laughs> Joe Yeah. <laughs> Max, which is 0.5 for P1. There you, yes, go. I will, there you go. I'll take the 0.5. We, um, didn't, we, we didn't get blocked out. <laughs> Uh, and then Lando, you guess for P two? Yeah, could have been. I, I see. Could have been. Could have been. been. Uh, Oscar P three. And no. <laughs> and Hamilton P four. So you, no, you didn't have your, enough faith in Hamilton. Your overall weekend was a point five. I think it's better than last weekend because I don't think there were any points last weekend. Um, and then moving on to Zach. No, no. You got 0.5 for Max P1. There we go. Hey. Um, this is very unfortunate. You guessed Checo P2. <laughs> um, I thought he was going to have a good weekend in his home race. He could have. He could have. Except he didn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you guessed Lando P3. I was closer than Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guessed Alex Albon P4. Yeah. How was that close looking, Zach? <laughs> so, Zach's overall weekend was a point five. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> and then we move on to this witchcraft. Um, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> um, for me, I guessed Max P1, so point five. I guessed Hamilton P2, which is one point. I guessed Norris P3, which I was off. Um, and then I get signs for P4, which is another point. So my overall weekend was two and a half points. I don't know how you do this <laughs> every weekend. Well, like I was explaining off air, this weekend, because I just had a terrible week, I just, I did not care about these predictions <laughs> this weekend. I, I just threw <laughs> names together in random spots and I'm just lucky that it worked out for me have you bought a lottery ticket yet no see joe and i I joe and i take our our knowledge and we take previous races and like i even take practice into account Mm -hmm. and we come up with these guesses and mckenna just flies by the seat of her pants yeah i don't go through any of that i'm not familiar i don't watch practice so Oh. Um, for our overall points, though, Joe is still leading with thirty-two and a half points. I'm not going to believe him for very much longer. <laughs> um, Zach is at twenty-two and a half points, and I am sitting at a solid twenty-nine. Jeez, Louise! <laughs> solid twenty-nine. Oh, she's going to take the win from me next weekend. <laughs> well, you remember, right? She had that crazy six-point weekend. Yeah. Yep. At last weekend's inconvenience. Yeah. I, I Unbelievable. <laughs> Seven and a half. Unbelievable. Uh, what in the world is going on? Uh, I, uh, hmm. So, moving on from that just <sighs> mind-boggling standings, um, who is your guys' driver of the day? Landon Norris. I would say, well, we voted for Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, we, of- we voted for Daniel Ricciardo in the F1.com yeah. slash vote. So he, he has to be my driver of the day. I, I would have. But Lando's Lando, recovery was... Oh, yeah. Lando did phenomenal. But I'm just... like I strictly was like, you know, Daniel Ricciardo came back from Austin having a terrible week and did P4 for Quali and P3 
was a piece of it. Yeah. 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 In a car that should be bottom five. Yeah. So I was <laughs> I was just very thoroughly impressed by him. Oh, one hundred percent. Like if Norris wasn't like if Norris would have started from the front, hundred percent Daniel would have won. Yeah. 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 No. Um yeah, no. I mean, I, I have to give it to Daniel, too, but Norris is right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What amazing drives from both drivers. Yeah. And yes, Daniel lost three positions, but again, take into the count that he finished in front of cars that should be finishing in front of him. And he was racing a Mercedes. He, Him and Lewis were going at it. Yeah. And Ricardo was defending it. Yeah. And then he was attacking Russell. Yeah, at the end of that race, like, what what oh, a weekend for Daniel. Unbelievable. This was his introduction. This Allow me to reintroduce myself. Mm-hmm. I'm back now, guys. That, that's what he's saying. Yeah, that was... Honestly, I really loved that. Yeah. So I love that for him. I'm happy for him. I can't wait to see what he does next weekend in... One of my favorite races. Mm-hmm. We're in Interlagos. Yes, Brazil. We're in Brazil. It's uh, it's gonna be good. I love that track. And then is it after Brazil? Are we in Vegas? Yep. I'm so excited. On that topic, I don't know if you guys noticed during the broadcast, but everywhere there was signs saying mm-hmm. twenty days to Vegas." Yeah, and Isn't when it, it would like switch, it would just be the a repeat. Like it wouldn't be anything else after that. It was just consistently. 20 weeks till Vegas. 20 days. Or 20 days, sorry. 20 weeks. <laughs> that would... We got a long time till Vegas. 20 days till Vegas. But like, isn't that a weird thing to have? It kind of threw me off. It's Vegas. <laughs> I don't care. It looks crap. It's a brand new race and they're going to try and plug it as much as they absolutely can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, I don't know. It just seems... I have a question for you two, since you guys have been watching this a lot longer. Did they used to race in Vegas and nope, then stop? Nope, never. Nope. I feel like I heard something somewhere where somebody said that they're going back to race in Vegas. So nope. they did, was it in Vegas or LA? One of the two, they had one year, I believe, where they raced in a car park, essentially. Yeah, that was Vegas. I think it that's was. That's what I heard. Yeah, it was Vegas or LA. I can't yeah. remember exactly which one, and I cannot remember what year, but it was a long time ago, and it was a complete failure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Vegas. I'm pretty sure I heard something saying that it was a car park in Vegas, and I was like, really? Like, because I've been to Vegas multiple times. I don't know if you fellas have. Nope. But I was nope. like, there is no car park in Vegas that you could do a whole F1 race on. But this was Vegas like years. more than 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean... think it was in the 80s or the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I would like to touch on a few topics that happened this weekend. Mm-hmm. Starting off with the, the headliner, Max, breaking his own record yeah. for 16 wins in a single season. He just likes, he hasn't, there's no other records he can break. It's just his own now. <laughs> well, I mean, technically there's the fast pit stop one he has to break now. That's true. I mean, he could try and break Lewis Hamilton's um, world championship record. Oh, that's going to take a while. That is going to take a while. That is going to take at least a minimum of five more years. Yeah, yeah. so he, he could be on this for a hot minute. Because if you're saying that, then he could also break Lewis's wins. Mm-hmm. His yeah. podiums. Mm-hmm. So, so there are records still to be yeah. broken. Now there's another one that popped up. Not so much headline, but should be congratulated. Is Nico Hulkenberg. Mm-hmm. His 200th Grand Prix. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, congrats, Nico. Big milestone. Congrats to... two. That's a lot, too. It is. K-Mag had his little... His daughter, I think? was at this race and quite literally she looks like a mini k meg it is so cute (laughs) now there's one more thing i want to touch on and joe i showed it you i showed it to you off air so we even know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. charles leclerc's matrix glitch (laughs) (laughs) yes Um, if anybody watched the race and didn't catch it go back watch the first corner don't worry about Perez 
watch Charles. So they like to, they do it in hockey as well, where they, the advertising you see is not always the advertising that's there. Mm -hmm. They cover it up. So, you know, the, the advertisement we were seeing, they probably were seeing a different version in Brazil or Japan. Mm. That's why they do that. That's fair. Yeah. So after the collision, Charles cut the grass and he went over an advertisement that was being projected as something else. I can't remember what it was, but it was a blue. It was a blue one. Honestly, it was probably Heineken. They were everywhere. No, it wasn't no, Heineken. I think it was Heineken's Molly. green. I'm pretty sure it was, was it liquid, liquid Molly or whatever? I don't know. Could be. It was something. Couldn't and, be that important because we didn't yeah. remember what it was. And Charles disappeared in it and then popped up in first place. Yeah, he, uh, he went through <laughs> a little teleporter there. Yeah, because when I originally saw the collision, I was like, oh my goodness, Perez. Oh my goodness, where's Leclerc? Oh, he's all the way over there. How did he get over there? Yeah, it uh, <laughs> it kind of took. Well, I, at first I thought I was seeing things, and <laughs> well, then rewatched it. it not was, seeing uh, things. Well, that's true. Then rewatched it with Zach, and then oh, that all makes sense. He disappeared. Yeah. Um, I would just like to ask something to you guys. With on the topic of advertisements. You know how they all ha always have these these funky advertisements where you have no idea what they actually are? Yes. Or who they are? Have you guys ever actually looked at an advertisement on these tracks or on the cars and bought, thought, yeah, I'll go look and buy that product? Because mm. I never have. No. I mean, like like this, <laughs> this. This is actually kind of funny. When I was watching the race, right? All that Heineken mm -hmm. advertisements. And I'm sorry, Heineken, for what I'm about to say. But I was like, I seen a Heineken and I was like, hmm. I got a Corona in the fridge. That would probably be really good right about now. <laughs> <laughs> so like Heineken got me thinking about beer, just not their beer. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I just, I don't know. It's just weird. The amount of money they put into this is, do people actually buy their products? Because I never have. And I know we're poor Canadians, but. Mind you, every time I see the Red Bull car, I'm like, dang. I really want a Red Bull. But that's, that's just it. a walking advertisement. Yeah, that's, that's about true. it. Like, none of the actual, like, stickers or anything that are on the vehicle or, like, Rolex that are on the boards. Like, I'm mm -hmm. never like, I want one. Like, Well, never. you can't afford a Rolex, so. Well, yeah. Um, and that's like, the other thing with, like, Rolex. I know we're getting a bit off topic here, but, like, why do they even advertise? I have no idea. Like, you think about it. Rolex is no known all around the world. Mm -hmm. I think the reason it's Rolex is because I guarantee they came in as an unknown people, mm. like an unknown company to broadcast themselves, and now they've just kind of become like well, a part of F1. Been around forever. That's true. Like they're the clock mm -hmm. that it cuts to above every every start line. Yeah. To signal the formation lap, it's Rolex. That's true. Yeah, but Rolex has been around forever. In yeah, so the I think designer watch community. I think Rolex has kind of just become a legacy in F one and like incorporated with F one. Yeah. Like yeah. I've, I've never been like, oh, I want to take Qatar Air. Like, never. <laughs> yeah, or like, I don't know, like the DHL sponsoring everywhere too. Mm -hmm. Like, I just... hate DHL. I mean, my work uses DHL. I well, North America, FedEx is your best option. Yeah. Well, my my work uses This every... is not, not paid sponsorship, by the way. I just we used to work in logistics, and FedEx was the most reliable. My work Actually, uses all of them. DHL so. just takes forever. Like, the, you're waiting forever. They're for not very... They're great in Europe, because that's where they're based out of. Do better. Asia. Yeah. But North America, they don't have the footing for it. No. Do better. Um, but yeah, like, on, on sponsors, like, the other one, too, is, like... Remember that quiz we were doing? Uh, trivia night part two go mm -hmm. listen to it um Shameless plug there but like who spawn who who does lego sponsor mclaren they don't lego doesn't actually i googled that actually fun fact they don't they have a partnership um when it comes to a mclaren um f1 car that they did a collaboration with they're not actually sponsored by lego well now you just ruined all the trivia night <laughs> 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 How do you feel about that, Zach? 
Well, I mean, it doesn't change the winner because you both guessed McLaren and you both got it right. So I, I don't believe. No, I guessed um, Ferrari and I was wrong. He got guessed McLaren. Yeah, and I think I still lost the quiz, but still. Yeah. Anyway, um, but like Sports. some of these, some of these no-name sponsors, or not no-name, but like known, known, but you don't really see them. Mm-hmm. You know, like like Google Chrome. They have just that sticker, right? Yeah, the yeah, but you see that and you know. Yeah, but like mean. stickers that size on other parts of the car. Mm-hmm. Like, what are they getting out of it? Like all along Red Bull's nose, or most of the noses are sponsors. I've no idea what they are. No right? idea. Yeah. Like Oracle. What is Oracle? I have no idea. I mean, I think Oracle. I think of the Golden State Warriors basketball arena, the I Oracle think, Arena. I think it's very odd that on the Red Bull car, the Walmart advertisements on the sides and you don't usually see it at all like i forget it's there half the time do you know what the best best sponsorship was like sponsorship logo design decal was i have a feeling where you're going with this i have no idea marlboro there you go but not where it actually said marlboro when they were told that the car can't say that anymore, so they designed a, a logo that when the car is going by, it looks like a it looks like a QR code, yeah, or like a barcode. So then you scan the barcode and it takes you right to them. And and it kind of looked like Marlboro when it was going fast, right? Like you see these ones, right? And you're just like, oh yeah, Google Chrome. That's it. Nothing like to me. It's got to be something that you're like, what is that? And then you Google it, right? Like, put some funky eye-catching design into it. Where it's like, what is that? And then you have to actually go and look it up. Oh, and now all of a sudden you're on your they're on you're on their website. Well, it's like it's like McLaren's uh, vape sponsorship they got. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, logo uh, or not, no, isn't um, it views or something yeah, like that? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, views or something. I don't know. I I never knew what they were for. Not a clue. And to be honest, I didn't To be completely anything. honest, when Views first started, I thought they were a sunglasses company. It sounded, it seems like a sunglasses <laughs> company. And then um, they had a store in West Edmonton Mall that we walked into, and I realized it was a, it was a vape shop. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here, like Ferrari, for example. Obviously, their biggest sponsor is Shell. Yeah. Right? And then they have AWS with, like, the Amazon smile. So it's something Amazon, but I have no idea what, what it is. What is I've seen so much AWS stuff, and I don't it's, actually know what it is. Um, I want to say like Amazon whole shipping, something along those lines. Sure, Pirelli is another big sponsor. Well, yeah, it's the tire sponsor. Um, but then like some of these I've never ever seen or heard of before. Like this is just on the nose of the Ferrari, mind you. And Zach's gonna take a look at them because I'm gonna Santander. Uh, what? Show me that one. I think it's a bank. Santander? Yeah, that's a bank. Um, malls, or mall, M-A-H-L-E. Palanter. Nope. <laughs> like. Yeah. HCL software, so that's the software. Yeah, let me hmm. take a look. So... I don't know. Joe, we should sponsor a team. <laughs> I wanna... and what I mean by that is when nobody's looking let's just stick a sticker on the car I want to be on the back wing but like on the back of the back wing <laughs> like Ferrari is also sponsored by Ray-Bans which we all know what Ray-Bans are like like you know the Mercedes has like the orange sponsor on the back of that wing That that's us <laughs> that'll say F1 in the sun yeah that would work um, but now that we've gone completely off topic, I think it's about that time. We wrap up this episode, tell you all to have a good week, because next weekend it's Brazil. Looking forward to it. I love Brazil. I really hope Daniel can keep this streak going. Yeah. And like I said, Brazil, best chance for Max to lose a race. Outside mm-hmm. Singapore. We'll see. So, you guys have yourselves a good Monday and the rest of the week. We will catch you Friday night. Or Saturday morning, wherever you listen. And uh, for you North American and especially Canadians, it's supposed to be kind of warm this weekend. 
this week? This week, yes. Sorry, my bad. It's supposed to be warm this week. It's supposed to be, uh, I think, plus seven on Halloween. What? Yeah. I'm checking the weather right now. (laughs) It's supposed to be warm. You know, we all just put our winter tires on. I have a warm (laughs) week to work outside. Yes. Yeah, Joe works outside. McKenna and I work inside. So... (laughs) Yeah, this this last week's been uh, brutal with the with the snow and the uh, the ice. The first cold wet temperatures we got, and oh, I'm looking forward to these temperatures, guys. Okay. Well, yeah. obviously, being a weatherman is the only job you can get wrong twenty four seven and still keep your job. So we'll play it day by day. I I have faith. But moral of the story: enjoy Halloween, guys, and enjoy your entire week. And we'll catch you Friday. See you in November. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. If you liked what we talked about today in our podcast and everything else we'll talk about in the future, the best way to support us is by subscribing to our podcast, both on Spotify and Apple Podcast, as well as giving us a five-star review. We do have social media as well, so check us out on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at F1 in the Sun. All of the information will be linked in the descriptions of every podcast, as well as in the description of our Apple and Spotify podcasts. And we will see you next week.